Welcome to the Full Out Podcast, where you'll get tools, tips, and inspiration to start living your most passionate, expansive, and abundant life. I'm your host, Samantha Jo Harvey, professional dancer and group fitness trainer turned lifestyle entrepreneur, speaker, and women's empowerment coach. It is my mission to help women live their lives full out. No more surviving your days, playing small, or marking your way through life. It's time to let go of your blocks, step into your power, and own that you are worthy of having everything you want in your life, business, and relationships. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hey girl, hey, welcome back to the Full Out Podcast. It's Sam, and I'm so happy you're here. Good morning, good day, good afternoon, top of the evening to you. Um, I'm so thankful you're here and let me tell you, you know what I'd be even more grateful for? If you could head over and leave a review, if you've been listening for a while and you're still coming back, I would absolutely appreciate and love and adore you. And in fact, I read every single review. So if you write a review and you take a screenshot and you send it over to me in my DMs or at my email, sam at samanthajoharvey.com, I will send you something amazing and I would just be so grateful. So today is all about how to take the leap, how to take the leap. And this is whatever leap you need to take in your life. If that is stepping up in your business, if that is putting yourself out there on social media, if that is leaving the marriage, if that is leaving the relationship, if that is starting the relationship, if that is leaving a job or starting a new job or moving across the country or deciding to have children or deciding not to have children or whatever giant leap is coming up for you in your life, I want to support you through it. So I, you know if if you've been listening, but I have taken many leaps in my life. I have left a marriage that wasn't serving me. Best leap I could have ever taken. Absolutely terrifying, but so, so worth it. I have moved across the country multiple times. I have left jobs and started jobs. I mean, I've done all of it. I, I take a lot of leaps. I'm a big leaper. I'm not so great with moderation. I'm really an all or nothing kind of girl. So (laughs) listen at your own risk. But today I want to tell you about how to take the leap and what I learned from skydiving. What? Skydiving? Yes. So I want to give you some backstory and like through the backstory, I will give you some tips and tools and some things that I learned and really took away. Um, So saddle in, saddle up. What's that saying? I don't know. I'm just glad you're here. So skydiving, I know just the word is making some of you nauseous because um, the thought of it, quite honestly, made me nauseous, but it was always something that I had on my mind, on my bucket list. And in fact, I was so ready to do it last year for my 33rd birthday. I was like, ooh, this is going to be great. I love the number three. And why not do something wild and crazy for my 33rd birthday? And things just didn't quite work out. I was a little nervous because I was getting really close to the Rockette season. And my biggest fear, quite honestly, was on the landing that I would, you know, break my foot or twist an ankle and not be able to work. So work came first in that situation. And while it was kind of a bummer, I really believe in divine timing. And y'all, this was some divine timing. So I think that we can all agree that there have been some massive, massive upheavals in our world, which has led to upheaval and change and transformation in our communities. And that also leads into our personal lives. So there's this ripple effect. What we are experiencing on a global universal level will absolutely impact us 
in our homes, in our personal life, in our being. And so without going too much into it, I have experienced some massive, massive changes in my personal life. And it's been really challenging. If I'm being honest, it has been rough. Quarantine has kicked me in the face a few times. It's been great in many ways, but it's also kicked me in the face. So if you're feeling like you've been punched around by quarantine, yo, babe, I got you, boo. I am right there with you. And it's all okay. And it's going to be actually really amazing. So I've been moving through this personal stuff and I had texted a girlfriend and I said, you know, I'm really thinking about skydiving and she has gone skydiving a zillion times and she actually got her certification. She can go by herself. She, she's like a skydiving pro. I mean, she's not a pro, but to me, she's a pro because, you know, I don't know anyone else that has their own helmet for skydiving. So I texted this friend and she's like, oh, you should absolutely go to this place. And so I immediately booked an appointment. Five days later, I was going skydiving. Now, every time I thought about it, my stomach would turn. I just, the knots in my stomach would happen. And I felt the pull to take this leap, literally. But then at the same time, all sorts of fear and uncomfortable things started happening in my body. And I know that you can relate to this because I've also been there in my marriage when I was like, oh, I really feel like I'm being called to leave and lead a different life. Yet the thought of it created so much fear, so much anxiety, so much guilt, like all the feelings literally and like physically in my body, in my mind. So very similar here, very similar parallels. And so I know that if you're experiencing that like call, that pull, that nudge to take a leap and you've decided that you're going to do it, you feel all of these things that I'm talking about. So Saturday rolls around and my friend was going to go with me, but you know, things just kind of happened and I ended up going by myself, which was again, perfect and divine because I needed to do it by myself. So I drive down to Paris, California. I, it's like an hour and a half. I'm literally driving in silence, just like talking myself down and not telling myself to just turn around or not to freak out completely. So I finally get there. And as I walk in, I'm seeing all these other, I don't know what you call them, skydivers, jumpers, people who are tying up their parachutes and they're getting ready for their things. Like so many people, don't worry, everyone was in masks and and it was safe in that way. But it was like I was entering this world that I had never seen before. I had never thought of before. I'd never even considered its existence, which is also like a whole nother podcast episode of, of, you know, stepping into a new world, but that's another story for another day. And so I walk through all these people and I just, I, the nerves, they start getting even bigger. And I go walk down this long hallway to go check into the skydiving school. And I sign my life away. I basically signed a waiver that was 8 million pages long. And (laughs) they were like, great. So we'll call you in an hour. And I'm like, wait, an hour? I had to sit for an hour, you guys, just sit there waiting to jump out of a plane. Now, this moment of sitting there on a bench, observing this world that I was completely unaware of and watching over the hour, I was able to watch so many people fly in their parachutes out of the sky. You didn't actually see them jump, but you see just the parachutes floating down. And it was actually really beautiful and really serene. And what that time allowed me to do was get comfortable with seeing people land. And so while I was really stressed about having to wait, because I'm a very impatient person, the um, 
the idea of patience is literally something that I'm constantly working on in my life. And so I had that time. I could have used the time to be stressed out or text a million people or be on my social media or can just continue to like spiral into fear and anxiety. But instead I tried to find that serenity in just watching this repetitive, what do do I want to call it? A parade of people parachuting and landing beautifully and softly. And so that time actually allowed me to ease the fear of the landing because I'm like, oh, no one fell. No one had any issues. Everyone looked pretty great. And as they were walking back, they were all smiling. So that was one turn of events, I guess you could say, in that hour of waiting. And during this hour of waiting, and this is that that time before the leap. This is that time before you actually move across the country. The time before you, you know, in your business, if you're like setting up the camera and you're like, okay, I'm ready to go live about this thing, but you're, you're, you're waiting to press play and you haven't quite pressed play yet. This is that time before you're starting the business and you're nervous because you're like, what are people going to think? And what am I going to do? And like, I really want to do this, but I don't know. This is that moment before you actually do it. It's before you even get up in the air. It's that time on the ground when you could say, hey, you know what? I could just leave right now. I could get my money refunded. I could walk back to my car. No one would ever know because I literally told like three people I was going. So no one would know if I didn't actually follow through. But I had made the commitment. And in this time, that uh, talk that Mel Robbins gives about how you interpret your body signals came up for me because I felt like my hands were sweaty. My stomach, y'all, was in knots. I felt my heart rate going very fast. And I like to uh, say that it's kind of like how I feel before a live TV performance. Like, I know the the show is going to be great, but there's so much pressure and there's so much tension. And we can lean into that and say, oh my gosh, I'm so anxious. I'm so nervous. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And spiral or you know, you also feel that way when you're excited, you get butterflies in your stomach. You know, you might feel a little sweaty. If you're like me and a sweaty person, you get sweaty when you get nervous or when you get excited. And then, you know, your heart beats when you're excited, you see the person that you love, or you're about to take a vacation, or you're about to do something that's so exciting, your heart rate goes up. So you have the choice to read your body signals and say, okay, am I going to choose to tell myself that this is fear, this is anxiety, this is stress, or I'm going to tell myself this is freaking exciting. I am so pumped up and excited for what is next. Now, it's not easy, and I'm going to tell you, the entire hour I was focusing on my breathing. Thank God for my meditation practice because literally this was a a type of meditation, like a breathing and just checking in with my body and saying, Sam, relax. Sam, you're going to be taken care of. Sam, you're safe. Sam, you're doing something wild that a lot of people wouldn't do. And my friends, that's the same for you. Starting the business, leaving the relationship, jumping into the relationship, buying the thing that you've always wanted to buy, like doing that thing. That's you. You're doing something that not everyone would do. And I, and I really believe that, you know, I've never lived my life inside a box. I've always lived outside of the box. And I know that if you're listening to this, you have that in you. You have that in you because like attracts like. And I know, sister, queen, goddess, girlfriend, that you have that in you. So that nudge that you're feeling, that pull that you're feeling might not be what everyone else around you is doing. And that's awesome. That is amazing. That is where life happens. 
Okay, so fast forward. I finally, amen, I finally get my name called over the loudspeaker and I felt like I was getting called down to the principal's office. I'm like, oh gosh, I'm the newbie. Everyone knows, everyone knows I'm so nervous. Uh, no one knows, no one cares. No one's paying attention to you. Everyone's wrapped up in their own shit. So let go of what everyone else is thinking. I let that little fear of judgment wash over me. And I go and I meet Baxter. Baxter is my guide, my coach, the man that's gonna be strapped to my back as I jump out of a plane. And so he's like, great, here, put this on. Okay, great, we're tightening that up. All right, so this is what we do. We line up, put your feet here, put your feet here. We go one, two, and on three, we go. As we go, you're gonna wrap your legs up like a banana. Okay, you got it? And my brain is like, okay, so one, two, banana? He's like, yeah, perfect, you're ready to go. Literally, that was it. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going with this man. All right, I'm, I'm putting my full faith and trust in this man named Baxter. So we get suited up a little bit more. We walk over to the next waiting area. So we have another waiting area to get on the plane. And in this moment, like we're having, you know, a little chit chat. Oh, side note, I paid more money to have this man named Joe, who was also really awesome, videotape, videotape, do people even videotape anymore? No, it's record, record, this experience because I didn't know if it was something I would ever do again. And again, my friend Amy was like, Hey, you should get the recording just to have it. And let me tell you, I am so happy that I did. And I'll tell you why later. So Joe does a little interview with me and I tell him that I'm so nervous, not about anything. I'm just nervous that I'm going to pass out or I'm going to pee myself. You guys, I don't know why I thought that those were the two bodily functions that were going to happen when I flew out of the plane, but that's what my fear was. So I full on have a video of me saying, I'm scared I'm gonna pee myself or I'm gonna pass out. I also tell this to Baxter and he's like, well, look, if you pass out, I got you. If you pee, I really wouldn't like that. So <laughs> very amusing, number one, but most importantly, be honest. Like you get to be honest with the truth of who you are and you get to be honest about the truth and how you feel. And by sharing it and being vulnerable, it opens you up to being supported. Like Baxter and Joe, I felt like we were friends. Like we were laughing by the end of all of this because I was open about my fear. I was open about how I was feeling and I was fully owning it and quite honestly laughing about it because like this is their job. They know that and their job, they've seen tons of people be stressed and nervous and go through this and it could be a very different experience, but by me opening up, it allowed connection. It allowed them in to support me. But if you are not allowing yourself to be open and vulnerable about your fears, about the leap that you're about to take, you're not allowing anyone to support you. And guess what? People want to support you. Even if it's a guy named Baxter and a guy named Joe that you've only met for five minutes. So fast forward, we get on the plane and we start to take off. Now, this is the first time I've ever been in a plane where you don't, you know, have like an airline seat and, you know, we do have seat belts, but y'all, it was very different. And so everyone's squished in. There's like 20 people on the plane. We take off and I'm like, okay, I'm cool. And literally in my head, I'm just breathing. I'm literally just like, Sam, just breathe. Just focus on your heart rate. Just breathe. All good. Inhaling, exhaling. You're good. You're fine. And then they open the door and this little door opens up and two women go out before us and to see a body fly out of a plane, like just fall, tumble out, it was the most bizarre thing I have ever seen. Now, if you're like ex-military, whatever, and that's like normal for you, 
queen sister, like, good for you. This was absolutely jarring to me. I mean, how many plane rides have you been on when you're like, thank God there's no holes in the window. Thank God the doors are closed. Like, I am safe and secure. And then in this skydiving plane, the door freaking opens and bodies go out. And Joe actually captures my response on video, which was hilarious. And I was like, oh, hell no. And that's when my nerves started going. So then, you know, we're getting up a little bit higher because we needed to be higher for our jump. And I get connected to Baxter. So at this point, I'm sitting next to him. But now he's like, okay, sit on my lap. So I'm like, I am sitting on this little man's lap. Like, this is weird and hilarious. And he starts strapping me in. I definitely check with him twice. I'm like, hey, you sure? You sure we're connected? And he's, he reminds me, he's like, yep, anything that happens to you is going to happen to me too. So we're, we're good. And then we get to the, the altitude that we need to be at. And the five guys in front of us start to go. And we start sliding down. And it was literally like, maybe 10 seconds of, or 15 seconds of we're sliding. The goggles are on. Okay, we're getting to the window. And in this time, I'm just like, do a little prayer, a surrender, a like, hey universe, hey spirit guides, hey anyone who's watching out for me, like this is me surrendering. This is me releasing control. This is me leaning in and literally taking a freaking leap. And this is something that I've worked on for a long time. This, you know, I talk a lot about feminine energy and masculine energy, and I'm often in that masculine space of do and control and make shit happen and be the business boss person. And, and, and that's not always serving me. And so my, uh, assignment for my life recently has been to lean into the feminine Lean into the flow state, lean into receiving, allow things to happen, be in flow, surrender. And so in that moment before the jump, before the, it wasn't even a jump, it was like a glide out the window. I just wanted to release everything. I wanted to let go. And I said, look, universe, if there is ever a way for me to say and show and prove that I am open to surrendering and completely, completely releasing all control, this is it. This is it. And I hear Baxter say, all right, one, two, and I don't even know what happened, y'all. All of a sudden, I'm in the freaking air and... Literally, like, I almost feel like it was out of body. Like, I don't even know what it was. And then kind of like my body was like, oh, no, we're here. Oh, my gosh. And there's Joe. I don't know how Joe maneuvered his way to be in front of me. I I don't know. He's like an air air mermaid. He somehow came over with his video camera and, you know, is, is watching me and Baxter have this experience. And Baxter's tapping my arms, which was my signal to be able to release my arms. And then I would, like, grab my my harness, like that was going to keep me safe. And he tapped me again saying, release your arms, release your arms. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, blow kisses into the camera. And I'm, and I don't even realize like the magnitude of what is happening. And he does some spins with me. And it was just this wild, wild rush of adrenaline and air and OMG, like, oh my God, I don't even know. And then before I knew it, he pulled the parachute and we were just sailing. And it was just this moment of calm once the parachute opened. 
And then we're seeing this, the scenery, we're seeing Lake Elsinore, we're seeing the farmlands, we're seeing some mountain over here. And I just was there. It was the most present I feel like I've ever been able to be in my life. Even though it was out of body, it was so like, that was the only thing I could think about. I couldn't think about what was happening in my life. I couldn't think about what I had to do later that day or what was on my to-do list. I didn't have to think about, you know, did I work out or not? I was just, I was present. And for that alone, I'm like, everyone needs to do it. But we make our way down, we land, and I literally am like, oh my gosh, I'm on the ground. Oh my gosh, I'm feeling my body. I'm literally like touching my arms, touching my legs, being like, I did it. I survived. I survived the leap. I survived the jump. So here's what I learned. And here's my advice to you in taking your leap is number one, you will always have fear. You will always have fear, whether you're taking a small leap or you're taking a massive leap. Fear is going to be there. So don't try to get to that point where you don't have fear. Just accept, look, I am going to be fearful AF. I'm going to have fucking fear. Sorry if you're listening with kids. Sorry, mom, for cussing. Not really. But it's how you respond to it. It's how you decide to show up with your fear. It's like in the group fitness studio when I talk about fatigue. It's like these F words. Fatigue. Fatigue is going to happen. When you're lifting or running or cycling or doing whatever it is that you're doing that's physical, fatigue is going to happen. And you can't push it away. That takes too much effort and it takes you out of what you're doing. You have to welcome the fatigue, just like you welcome the fear. You say, hey, fatigue. Hey, fear. What up, homegirl? Welcome back. It's good to see you. This is a great sign. This is a sign I'm growing. And guess what? I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to do the thing despite my fear. And you can listen to some past podcasts about like ego and soul and fear and all of that stuff. I'm not going to jump in, but I just want you to know that number one, you'll always have fear. It's how you respond to it. It's how you decide to move with it or you try to fight it. Don't fight it. Bring it in, welcome it, and then move forward. Number two, know that you're being pulled for a reason. That nudge, that calling, it's there for you. Whatever you believe in, whether you believe in God, universe, spirit, like I really believe that you are being guided. We're being guided towards our Dharma. We're being guided towards our path. And so even if it feels like this is something that people are going to judge me for, this is something that society is not going to accept. This is something that I am crazy for feeling like I should do this. Babe, listen to it. You're being pulled for a reason. Listen to it. I really believe in divine timing, divine guidance. I believe that what is out there for us will not pass us. And it's those nudges that are just kind of guiding us to where we need to go. It's like bowling where you put the bumpers up. Like you're, you might lean into that bumper and you're getting nudged and pushed and pulled, but like eventually that ball is going to hit those pins, right? So we want you to hit those pins faster. So know that you're being pulled for a reason. Number three, what is on the other side of your leap? is always going to be worth the risk. What's on the other side of your leap is going to be worth the risk. Even if you fall down and you smash your face and something crazy happens, there is a bigger lesson in it for you. Now, I'm really glad that the risk of me skydiving, you know, I didn't didn't get hurt, I didn't die, like the parachute worked, yes. But I'm talking about, You know, when you start that business and you tell your friends and family and like, you've got to deal with 
the negative consequences and you also get to deal with the positive consequences. Like it is worth the risk. That growth of just putting your foot out into the sky and taking off, that's where the growth is. You can deal with the consequences. You can deal with whatever comes up afterwards. It is worth the risk. You showing up and you taking that step, taking that leap, it literally is your handshake with the universe that is saying, I am ready to up level. I am ready to expand. I am ready to grow. I am ready for what is next. But if you stay in the plane the whole time or you stay on the ground or you maybe walk back to your car and you don't even go for it, then you're going to stay stuck. So that, that risk is worth it because ultimately you're being cared for. You're being supported. Number four, I, w- I wanted to ask myself and I ask this to my clients, I say this in workshops, is who do you want to be? That version of you that's that five-year, 10-year ahead of you version. Who do you want to be? Who is she? How would she show up? And that future version of me was like, hell yeah, I'm jumping out of a mother effing plane because she takes risks. That future version of me, she's healed. She's strong. She's powerful. She's also feminine. She knows how to surrender. She knows how to have this balance of feminine and masculine. And she is a freaking boss goddess queen. And she would absolutely take the leap. And how do I know this? How can I trust this? Because I am that five-year-later version of myself from my marriage. It's been, I don't know exactly. I think it's been maybe four or five years. And the person I am today would absolutely still go back and leave that marriage. So even though you might not be sure of what that next version of you is, look back to where you were five years ago. Would you still make those decisions? Would you show up differently? And so I like to bring that into the now. How would that future version of myself, if I could manifest her and be her, how can I be her now? Be who you want to be now. That's how you really manifest things as you start to cultivate those feelings of, I want to be that boss, or I want to be that entrepreneur, or I want to be that partner, I want to be that insert XYZ, that healthy person. How would she show up now? How would she feel around her meals, around her workouts, when she goes on dates? How would she show up in her relationship? How would she take care of her children? How would she show up as a leader? How would she show up as an employee? How would she show up as a friend? How do you be her now? And number five, trust. Trust the man on your back. Trust that the parachute is there. Trust that the parachute will open. Trust the one-two banana Trust that you will remember in the midst of your leap, one, two, banana. Trust in your spirit guides. Trust in the universe. Trust in your God. Trust in your journey. And most importantly, trust in you. Because my friend, you have survived 100% of your worst days and you are still here. You are listening to this podcast. Trust in you. And... I want to tell you, I'm, I'm getting emotional right now because when I landed, it was like that rush of adrenaline and Baxter got me back to the skydiving school and he gave me a certificate. And for all the overachievers, you know, that feeling of like, oh my gosh, I have a certificate. I did it. Like for whatever reason, it makes you really good. And I walk out to my car and I start feeling like feeling a lot of things. And I, 
start to feel like my body trembling and my eyes getting watery. And I just sit down in my car and I start crying, like sobbing, crying. Because first, it's probably adrenaline coursing through my body. But beyond that, this leap, this literal leap out of a plane was the metaphor for my life. It was me proving to myself that I'm courageous. It's me proving to myself that I'm freaking powerful and that I can do things by myself. I showed up to go skydiving by myself. Who does that? I don't know. I guess I do. I was crying because I actually did trust. I completely let go. I put my full faith in the parachute and this man named Baxter who I just met. And I was crying because I have this mantra, you might've heard me say it on the podcast of this affirmation of I am capable and I am fully supported, but I don't always lean into it. It's one of those mantras and affirmations that I'm like calling in because that's how I want to live my life. And this was that expression of, I am freaking capable and I am fully supported when I am open to being supported. I let myself be supported by Baxter and Joe. I let myself be supported by my friend, Amy. I let myself be supported by this parachute that thank God it opened. I let myself be supported by this harness that was literally keeping me attached to this parachute. I just am overwhelmed by this sense of pride in myself and the courage that it took to take this massive leap and the trust that I was able to experience in that moment. And so while some of you are like, there is absolutely no way I could go skydiving, boo, you don't have to go skydiving to feel these feelings. You need to do something that scares you and reminds you who the fuck you are. You need to do something that is going to challenge what you believe about your reality so that you can remind yourself how freaking powerful you are. You alone. It's not you as a mom or you as a partner or you as a dog mom or you as a business owner, you as an entrepreneur or you as anyone else in relation to anyone else. So many of us get our value from how we show up for other people. And I want you, my sincere hope is that you find the value of you from you, from taking a leap that freaking terrifies you. Because once you do that, you will realize your power. And I've taken a lot of power from the leap that I took from leaving that marriage that didn't serve me. It really pushed me into this next level of my life. And I was able to hold on to that and feel powerful and feel strong and, and capable and all of these things. But this next level of my life required the next level of pushing into my fear and leaning into my fear and releasing into my fear and surrendering into my fear. And I want that for, I want that for you. I want you to experience that. I want you to know that you are so, so powerful and you are so, so capable and you are courageous and you are beautiful and all of your desires and dreams are 1000% worth it. And your dreams are out there. The visions that you have for yourself are there. They're waiting for you to step up into who you are meant to be. So girl, go after it. 
feel the fear, lean into it, take the leap. The parachute will totally be there for you. I promise the leap is worth the risk. Show up how your future self would show up and just have trust, have full faith that you're going to be okay because you will be. Girl, thank you so much for being here. I know that I just rambled for like 30 minutes. I hope it makes sense. I hope it inspires you. I hope it guides you and leads you and motivates you to do that thing in your life that you're scared of because you deserve it. If this podcast resonated with you, I would absolutely love and be so grateful if you could take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram, tag me in it, tell me what your biggest takeaway was. And I'm just sending you so much love. I'm so grateful for you. I hope you have the best day. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.